everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 263. Larry here. And Anthony here. And how are you? How you feeling, buddy? I'm doing just fine. How I'm are you? Sure, I'm sure you're doing great. Um, I'm always great. When am I not great? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I don't know. Why, why are you asking? Huh? Huh? No reason. No reason whatsoever. Is it because uh, the, the ship you're on is about to sink? Because you're like kind of tilted today. Am I t- you know what? Am I t- honestly, am I oh, tilted? Yeah, I'm, why totally, didn't you tell me this before are. I started to recording? Okay. Because I thought it was funny. What? It's, I'm a I Batman see, villain. Like, I want to see all your pop figures slowly slide can you off imagine? the show. That'd be funny. Yeah, I can do this. I would love to see that. There we go. All right, now you're going the other way. Oh, now I just screwed this whole thing up. Well, guess what? Yeah, this is how Ice it's going to look right now for ahead. the rest of the show. So, <laughs> no, actually, you straightened it out pretty nicely. No. <laughs> I was going to do a penguin impression. Maybe that'll be next time. <laughs> no, we, we we all know your impressions, like your singing voice, are not welcome on this how show. Dare you, sir? Just stand up and just waddle around. A real penguin, not a not a not the penguin. <laughs> so I still did my penguin. I thought you were talking about the penguin. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna Danny DeVito this. <laughs> wow. I was thinking Burgess Meredith. <laughs> oh, even better. That's how far back I'm going. That's my penguin. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've established we're really old. Batman Returns. Great video game on the game gear. Uh, but yes. not what we're gonna be talking about this week. Uh no. we got some stuff talking about, just some some things happening. Um some Couple of games I've actually played recently that I've uh, fallen in love with that has now kicked Metroid right in the booty. Um, really? As Fusion continues to sit on my Nintendo 3DS, waiting to be completed. <laughs> that have you, so you've just officially abandoned it? Is it because the contest is over? No, no. Um, I feel like this is harking uh, back then, to by like. By the way, the contest that I handily won. Well, I feel like you you fibbed your way through it. I'm not going to say you cheated, but you definitely how did I cheat? a little not telling. Um, I mean, I was I lost. Look, hey, I lost. Oh, wait a so, minute. You're saying I cheated because I did not reveal the extra games I beat. <laughs> I did not say you cheated. I just said you fibbed. And, I didn't fib. you know, I would like to, you know, 17 to 14 loss is not bad. I, but, but when. I, I didn't fit. But when you, you know, added, all right, fine. You didn't say anything. Right. So. I withheld with withholding <laughs> and fitting are two different things. <laughs> and in a court of law, they would find out that I'm right. <laughs> Some people can compare this to something that happened a year and a half ago, but whatever. Um, but <laughs> with that being said, um, uh, you know, no, it's not because of the, the contest being over. I feel like it kind of yeah. harkens back to like when I was a kid, I don't know if this happened with you where, you know, again, back in the day when we only got like a game every now and again, you know, yeah. we didn't have adult <clears throat> money back then. No, I don't and have adult money now. Barely. Right. No, I hear you. Um, where we would play a game. But then when a new game comes along, the old game kind of gets pushed to the side. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just and like you, that. No, basically, you focus on the new yeah. one and then that's it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what happened. So as much as I was going to gear back to Metroid Fusion, I picked up in the middle of I don't know why I picked it up, actually. I just did. Um, Blaster Master Zero. Okay. Wait, is it because I beat Blaster Master in the contest? No. Actually, that's the reason why I'm not playing the NES version. The original okay. Blaster Master. Um, also, I kind of remember I didn't like the original, like the NES Blaster Master. I, I will go on record and say I like did not enjoy beating that game. <laughs> really? No. Like, you didn't, didn't fall in love with it? 
No, see, I thought I would. Oh. And there were parts of like there are parts of it that I really enjoyed. The side scrolling parts were very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. When you had to get out of the vehicle and go into the zones to try and power up your character and then find the enemy in each level. I hated that. <laughs> All right. Just, so, just, so you know what it was? It wasn't quite a three quarter view. It was a very weird kind of three quarter view side scrolly combo type. It, so I couldn't line my character up when I was shooting <laughs> half the time. I'm like, wait, I go, well, I'm not in the right spot. And then, and then fighting the bosses were just, if you didn't have the most, if you weren't souped up with the most powerful weapon, fighting the bosses was a hump. It so, just really was. Agreed. Um, I learned, and I don't remember, I don't know if it's like this in the NES and some games do this, but like, because the character I think is a righty, if you're facing something and you're not lined up, you're shooting like over yes. here. You're not shooting yep. straight on. No. Right. So you have to, you have to actually readjust yourself. So like generally, whether you're a lefty or righty, when you're playing a game, you kind of, if everything shoots out the center anyway. Yeah. Right. Because it's just, again, perspective wise, mm -hmm. you're looking at your character, your character is centered. Everything comes out the center on this one. Yes. He's a righty. So everything goes off to the right. So if you're side scrolling, it's lower. <laughs> if you're going to the right, it's higher. If you're going to the left and if you're looking straight up, it's going slightly off to the right. And so um, that was definitely a struggle. So I can see that you're playing as a character. Exactly. Yeah. And I agree. I do like when you're in the, the, the vehicle's name, Sophia, when you're in Sophia, it is. A, I enjoy that part yes. of the game. The, yeah, you me know, too. With the I did enjoy that part. Always have. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, when I got Blaster Master Zero, Blaster Master Zero was actually one of the first games. Well, it probably didn't come out at the time. It came out a little later, but it was one of the mm -hmm. early um, uh, eShop, Nintendo eShop games that I bought. Yep. Hello, sir. Hello, Link. <laughs> what do you um, have to say to everybody? Kill the world. Is that it? <laughs> You'll die in your sleep. <laughs> your soul is mine. Um, so, I mean, Blaster Master Zero is definitely one of the early games that I bought, at least one of the early indie games, because it is kind mm -hmm. of an indie game, even though it's from Sunsoft. Uh, and Bla for those who don't know, Blaster Master Zero is is a remake. Um, the sequels are more become an homage uh, right. to to Blaster Master. So. You know, I, I, I played it then, but then I just put it down and like a lot of other things, I just kind of left it and yeah. I just stopped playing. I wasn't far into the game at all. Maybe only like the second zone or whatever. Okay. Um, dare maybe even the third zone. So I, don't know, I just felt like, eh, let me just pick this back up and try it again. And then out of nowhere, I'm like, this game is fantastic. Like I'm going through it, I'm finding things, I'm I'm handily uh, defeating uh, the bosses. Not that I'm saying it was easy, but I I had a good so time with it. So who was playing for you? Wow, rude. Link, <laughs> scratch him. Attack. <laughs> I choose you, Link. <laughs> yeah, I, my cat is the equivalent of Snorlax. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. Boo. Um, and the Pokemon <laughs> turns on its trainer. Um, so and I just so fell in love with Blaster Master Zero. Um, the, it's bright. It's colorful. Obviously, it's updated graphics compared to the original Blaster mm -hmm. Master. Um, mm -hmm. And for the most part, from what I remember in the early parts of the game, because obviously I didn't beat it, 
um, it's on par with the original. Um, okay. You know, that can harken then to, to a, a, a conversation of, you know, like remake versus the original. Once you do the remake, should you go back to the original plate? You know, kind of to compare or something like right. that. Do you find yourself doing that? Where if you do def- like play a remake, um, would you go back and then, you know what, let me try the original, even though I'm not going to do that with Metroid after zero mission. Well, I haven't been in a situation where I've played the remake of a game without having played the original. Okay. So I don't know. All right, um, fair enough. You know, like I played the, you know, Resident Evil is pretty notorious now for making remakes mm-hmm. of theirs. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have the remakes for two and three and I haven't had a chance to play them yet. Big surprise. Um, but I remember when Resident Evil was re-released on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. I remember playing oh, that, was a good one. that. It didn't, yeah. yeah, it didn't stop me from going back to the PlayStation one. Okay. Did like, so. and like, did you, not the, the need, cause like after I beat the original Blaster Master, and I don't know if this is because there's sequels, excuse me, after I beat Blaster Master Zero. I don't know if because there are two other games in that Zero series, um, whereas the NES Blast Master had a game on Game Boy and then had a game, actually had a game on Genesis. I don't know where they fall yeah. in the lineage. Um, even though I was very close to buying the Game Boy version on the virtual eShop because it's a Game Boy Color game. Uh, but right. I'm like, you know what? Let me hold off. Let me see if Game On has it because. Uh, that analog again is getting a lot of use um mm-hmm. game will look good but like when i go back and i tried playing the original blast master because it's on the, the nes class um the switch nes classic mm-hmm. and it just i i go back to it and i'm like nope th- there are things here which are permitting me now na- uh, you know now from playing the game that stopped me from playing the game back then and it's just zero to me is now just a better version of the game and one that I would actually recommend more to play, and you still get the the overall story with a little bit extra because there's two endings to Blaster Master Zero. Yeah, and I remember like because you had gotten the first ending, and then yep. you, got, you were kind of guilted into going back and getting. The no, it wasn't guilty because ending. because I'm like, why didn't I get the the proper ending? And then mm. I realized why. Long story short, you got to defeat all the bosses, and there are right. some bosses that you don't have to defeat to get to the end of the game. <laughs> obviously so um and again it's another situation of zero has a map where i'm pretty sure the original nes version does not it does not yeah and i'm you, getting you have to you have to spoiled. commit things you have to commit things to memory yeah that not no not this it's, one it's insane so it's insane you know so right now sorry metroid fusion but fred the frog and Jason, the protagonist, and Sophia are have taken over. And I've also more of a just in my head, I would find it funny. Mm-hmm. I got Blaster Master Zero for the Switch. Done with that. I downloaded Blaster Master Zero 2 on the Xbox because it's Xbox um uh it's jacked up for the Series S and X. Okay. The third one. I'll get on PlayStation. So that way I have the three one on each, <laughs> one on each system. Oh, geez. But man, yeah. I was about to say, isn't it funny how an entire game series was basically based off of a kid chasing his pet frog down a hole and finding <laughs> this, you know, this Sophia. Um, yep. 
just underground right near his house. <laughs> it's been there the whole time. Get back here, Fred. Oh, look at this. And you should see what Fred can do now in part two. So, oh boy, I can only now, imagine. Did the story branch off in the original? And I guess spoiler alert for what thirty something years later or something like that from the original NES. Mm -hmm. What like the story besides finding Fred? Was there anyone else that you 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 ran into? Was there a girl named Eve that you run into? No, not in the. Okay, so that's all. Not zero. in the NES. Okay. One. So there's a whole, you know, uh, a secondary uh, story that happens along the game where you come across Eve, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's I wouldn't say romantic. It's more cute, um, which is interesting, and actually kind of sucked me into the story of that too, because okay. the the ending, the 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 what we'll call the bad ending. Of zero is actually quite like not emotional, but you sit there going, I didn't want that to happen. Now I oh, okay. feel obligated to go and get the better <clears throat> ending. <laughs> well, see, and sometimes you, you know, I like those types of endings because they push you to go from back for the better one, where it's like, wait a minute, I didn't play all the way to the end of this game for it to be a downer. It's like, exactly. where's my happy ending? It's like, get exactly. the hell back here. And thankfully, um, I didn't have to go and play the whole game over again. I just just go back and go back to the prior zones and do whatever I have to mm -hmm. do, and then I can go back and do it again. Yes, um, I just want to point this out since we're talking a lot of Blaster Master. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, leave it to the Japanese. Um, <laughs> we're talking. I was just joking with you about all this thing about chasing a frog and everything. Like yeah, that. <laughs> the Japanese version of Blaster Master. Oh, I think has a completely a different, different story. I was just going to say, I think there's a different story. I think it's I read story. that. So, in, ready? Yeah. The Japanese version of the game, the plot is only explained in the manual. The game takes place on the planet Sophia III, <laughs> located near the center of the Epsilon galaxy, in which an advanced civilization flourished. In the year 2052 of the Space Age calendar, the Invem Dark Star Army, led by the universe's most feared tyrant, Goes, <laughs> invade and conquer Sophia III. The Science Academy of Nora, a satellite orbiting near Sophia III that somehow managed to avoid the invasion, built a weapon, an all-purpose tank called the Metal Attacker, in a last-ditch <gasps> effort to defeat Goza's army. A young soldier named Kane Gardner is chosen as the pilot of this weapon. The game's opening sequence shows Metal Attacker dropped into the battlefield. Metal Attacker, those I'm experiencing, I'm running into Metal Attackers in Zero Two. <clears throat> Well, there you go. That and then, of that course, we're, that was the Japanese release. Yeah. And as we just joked about, the American release, <laughs> the plot of the adapted Western release, Blaster Master, mm -hmm. is shown at the beginning in a cinematic slideshow as ominous music plays in the background. The game starts with a person named Jason who has a pet frog named Fred, who one day decides to leap out of his fishbowl, <laughs> out the door, and down a hole in the backyard. Fred then touches a radioactive chest, and he grows to an enormous size. Fred and the chest then fall deeper into the earth. Jason chased Fred's down the hole, which leads to a large cavern. While most sources say that Jason chased Fred down the hole, the game's instruction manual says that Jason fell into the hole while searching for Fred. Then he finds an armored tank named Sophia III, a vehicle designed to battle radioactive mutants that live inside the earth. That's what they changed it to. I like, I like our story. At least we have I a mean, purpose. I mean, but why couldn't we have the same story where we were in a war? If Link fell down a hole and touched a radioactive chest that made, you know, 15 times its size, wouldn't you chase Link down a, a wormhole? 
No. Wow. Wow. Link, did you And I'll that? tell you why. No, no. And I'll tell you why. Because he's sitting right next to me. I wouldn't be able to afford to feed him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you want to think he'd shrink back down? <laughs> he's radioactive. No, he's, radio- no, he's, he's just radioactive. Fat. <laughs> no, I was going to say, your cat's radioactive. No, just fat. Um, if anything, I would touch him and then become a radio. I'd have like what? Radioactive fat cat powers. <laughs> It's just, yeah, hey, yeah. Baby. let me do it. Fat cat let me take care of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're done. And you're dead. <laughs> and I'm dead. Um, so bottom line, check out the Blaster Master series, uh, Zero series. I'm mm-hmm. loving it. And I don't know what happened, but Blaster Master Zero 2 was kicking my butt way mm-hmm. more than the first Blaster Master Zero. So okay. I don't know what's happening. Nothing wrong with the challenge. Larry. Very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. So All definitely right. very cool. check that out. Awesome. Um, another thing I was researching, and this is because of you. So, you know, what did I do? So, a couple weeks ago for Christmas, um, as we revealed on the show, you are ever so kind to have gotten me, which should be showing up at the end of the month. And when it does, I'll mm-hmm. show the world. Um, and Evercade versus. Yes. And I'm still touched by that. So, thank you very much. Um, something I really Hopefully in a good want. place. No, yes, very much. Right in my heart and on my cheek. Uh, uh forehead which I one i don't know yeah. i forget this is audio as well um okay. so- <laughs> you just remember that when you have to when you have to buy me my gift for winning the contest i shut up uh <laughs> so be nice to me uh by the way uh thank you richard green on our facebook page for pointing out that larry should lose a point for beating where's waldo <laughs> when did i didn't see that when was that comment made <laughs> oh it's up there wait listen beating a game is beating a game well, yeah, I mean, unless clearly, clearly I'm not the only one who else. thinks that clearly I'm not the only one who thinks that Where's Waldo should not qualify as a game. <sighs> Whatever. There was a game over screen or or the end screen, I should say. And it was uh-huh. I think there's a the end screen in every Where's Waldo book. <laughs> <laughs> just just want to point that out. So this Evercade versus I'm really excited about it mm-hmm. coming in. Um, and the funny thing is, as much as it's going to be a gift to me, which I love. You know I'm going to be spending way more money on it than anyone should on a gift that they get. Um, But looking forward to it. There are 28 cartridges that are available for the Evercade Versus. And it comes with one, right? Uh, No, I think it comes with with two. two. It might come with two. It might come with two. I don't remember which two, but it might come with two. Um, I'm so looking forward to this. It's a matter of which one, which cart to get first. Mm -hmm. And I mean... Remember, these are multi. Every one of these are multi carts. Yep. Between so you like get six games, is no, it always so, six or no? No, different? some have six, some uh, have twelve. One of them might have twenty or something like that. Wow, that sounds um, like the one to get them. Yeah, <laughs> no, there are tons of them. Like you get one like this one. It's a, it's a, which is a, a dual game, but they're big games. Xeno okay. Crisis and Tanglewood. Ooh, both big time games. A lot of graphics. So there's only the two in there. But then you get like um, like an Atari Lynx collection, um, which right off the bat has uh, four, eight, twelve, six, seventeen. Oh yeah, games. I'm looking at that. Yeah, very nice. And I feel like in the beginning, those are the ones I'm going to shoot for. I definitely want to get the two Lynx series. Yeah. The Namco one comes with eleven. Yes, Namco one looks good. Um, that looks Daddy- really good, actually. Data East ones look good, but the Intellivision ones also. Intellivision put out a lot of good games. Well, and since you're not, and since you're not getting the Amico anymore, <laughs> this is true. no. I'm serious. Since you're no, not you're getting right, the Amico right. anymore, you can get you can get it for the Evercade. True. 
Um, and and I mean, Interplay. Um, I did say in television as well. And meanwhile, I'm looking at Interplay. I think I clicked on the wrong thing. But in television, yeah. will work out. But Interplay is the one I was talking about because in my head, I'm thinking Clay Fighters. Okay. And Interplay Collection One has Clay Fighter, okay. Earthworm Jim. Ooh. Um, where is it? And of course, a game that I near and dear to my heart, Boogerman. Yeah, makes sense for you. <laughs> Which I actually have on Genesis, uh, amongst others. So, like, I don't like after the. It's a matter of not if and when, because I definitely want to get all of them. They're really cool. Um, maybe except the Worms Club. I was never into the Worms games. Mm, okay. Those are some weird ones. But what's also cool about the Evercade is they allowed some indie games on here. Some indie, de- straight up indie developers are making games for here. Probably some of these games. Oh my God, it is. What? I was about to joke around. I was say maybe some of the games I picked up from an Dedius is one of the games on Evercade. Oh, that's awesome. That is, I mean, that's great. Don't get me wrong. That is awesome. Quest Arrest? Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, you Down the rabbit hole before? you go, Larry. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And that was a game I was about to buy too. So there you go. The EverQuest, EverQuest, the Evercade is, is lending itself to these type of uh, indie developers, maybe even dare I say homebrews. Well, that I mean, but that's great because uh, homebrews or indie games need a place to go, Absolutely. and they don't necessarily have to go, especially when they're older ones. Um, they don't necessarily have to go to the big three. No, no, a- absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, and it's funny over Valis. Valis is one of them. I think they just. I feel like Limited Run is putting out a Valis game as well. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, it looks like um, I lost you to uh, to that. Do you want me to leave you alone with your Evercade uh, list? I'm, I, this is what happens when I don't do the full research. I did some research, but I didn't like deep dive into them. I'm gonna to do that later. Nevertheless, there's like almost 240 games total on the Evercade, so That's it's awesome. gonna be it's gonna be hard to run out of games to find, but. Um, Definitely, I think I'm looking forward to the Lynx collection first. Mm -hmm. And if anyone out there has an Evercade, whether it's the portable one or the Versus, definitely let me know what games are you playing, which ones you recommend, at least right off the bat. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Would you buy the portable one knowing you're getting the Versus? Um, I think that's a a question to ask after I get the Versus. Um, Meaning... See how much you actually play it? No, no, not that, because I know I'm going to play it. But, like, with the Switch... I kind of thought I was going to play a lot of the Switch on handheld mode. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what I did the Wii U. I use, I mostly, and I live alone, I mostly played the Wii U on the tablet, you know, on the Wii U gamepad. Right. Um, so I thought I was going to do that on the Switch, but I didn't. Switch, I ended up just playing completely on the television. So okay. I'll see, like, how much of a mood I'll be in to want to play on the go or even just sitting there handheld. Um but for now, though, definitely Evercade versus. Um, I'm happy for because it it's up to four players anyway. So at least I can get yeah, some which is really cool. on that. Yeah, exactly. But local, right? Only local? Totally is local. There an, there's no online component. As yeah. far as I know, there's not. And that okay. that's fine. Uh, that's no, know, that's fair. Doesn't bother me any. Exactly. So um, very cool. So yeah, hopefully I'm wondering if anyone out there has it. If you do, give me a give me a shout out. Let me know. So, um, but that's basically what I've been doing this week, um, as far as gaming and stuff I've been looking mm. into. So, all right, cool. Uh, gaming wise on my end, hasn't been 
I don't think it's been all that eventful, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, we're, um, you know, going back to work after the holiday break, um, definitely Always. very busy, very stressful. Um, uh, uh, and then, life uh, so finds like, a way. Life finds a way to drive me crazy. <laughs> um, and it does it very well. Um, but um, part of what I was doing, though, because I was away, you know, I, mm-hmm. I was traveling during the mm-hmm. holiday break. So I was actually catching yeah. up. Well, yes, I was beating games also. Um, <clears throat> 23 to 14. 13 <laughs> if you take away Waldo. Oh, no, no. No, we're not doing, we're not playing this game. <laughs> Give me some satisfaction. None. You get none. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so I was catching up with friends, um, doing some holiday gift exchange and getting some stuff. So I actually have some more in terms of gaming i haven't really been playing much um i just started going back to ratchet and clank on my ps5 which is which is great Mm -hmm. i just put it aside for other things um and i actually um uh i actually got some more gifts so i just wanted to show those off (laughs) belated christmas presents belated christmas awesome so um first one was i got a lot of shirts this year um and they're all video game related shirts so i got this really cool zelda shirt oh that's cool yeah that's nice yeah it's Very different cool. yeah it's a wind waker you don't really see much wind waker. yeah you don't see a lot of wind waker kind of you know it's a nice little tropical looking yeah. shirt total totally me totally um, yep. when you think when you think of me you think of tropical it's like when bernie um, goes tropics i like that i like the koroks on there yes you see them very much really cool yeah very cool <laughs> so that's really fun and different so very, very nice happy very happy with that one um and then along with that i also got this which which is really cool um i don't drink hot liquid but i do like mugs um, <laughs> i got this really cool zelda mug but it's a uh, stained glass Ooh, artwork that is very nice yeah which is really cool i haven't opened it yet you no know, i i've seen some that stained artwork before yeah. from zelda obviously yeah always, stained glass art good. is always nice yeah, yeah. it's really really cool so very cool. um really happy with that Okay. And then if you look up top, you'll see, um, like on this one specifically, I see the boomerang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> up top. Yeah, so they have like things in the top. Awesome. So very, very cool stuff there. Uh, a couple other things I got was, um, this was really cool. It's a Super Mario tin set. Okay. Um, for your desk. So it has a note, uh, notepad, two erasers, a pen, and a sticky notepad. Oh, that's cool all inside and you can see all the designs right there oh that's really pretty cool. funny so it's a yellow brick eraser a green mushroom eraser mario's head is an as a sticky notes <laughs> uh and then the pen which has a mario design and then yep. a notepad with mario luigi yoshi and that's cool cover. yeah so really cool little thing very cool um that was cool uh and also i also got got a couple more things wow what um, I did not know that uh, I did not know that they made one of these, but uh, Pac-Man the card game. What is that? <clears throat> so retro fun for the whole family. This colorful and easy game will quickly get you hooked. Collect pack dots and fruits, use power ups and watch out for the ghosts. Two card decks, three levels, tons of fun. Oh, that is that so looks just a cool, cool. Quick little card game. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, I haven't opened it yet because I just got it. Yeah, but uh, it's two to eight players. Wow, which is really cool. That's interesting. Um, and it's uh, ages six and up. And I also like on the back the graphic of the the age group and stuff. 
they have the little Pac-Man heads. <laughs> they do. <laughs> which is really cool. Awesome. Um, that's really so cool. Got that. Curious and that, that that's the end of the gifts. But then there was something else that I received. Yeah, right. So if you remember back in November, not that I'm trying to run. <clears throat> remember, remember. It rained. Uh, okay. The 12th of November <laughs> when Anthony was supposed to get his Legend of Zelda game and watch. Oh my God, I forgot about that. You got people fired, and, I'm sure. Uh, yes, because we all know what happens when Anthony doesn't get what he wants. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> I want my game and watch now. <laughs> she was a rotten one. Uh, <laughs> she was. He was a rotten egg. Um, so it took, you know, there, there was this whole snafu with GameStop yep. and how my game and watch did not um, did not deliver, uh, did not ship from the Nevada warehouse yeah. because there was nobody working at the Nevada warehouse but, or there, there was nobody who could just, pick it up. It was this whole weird thing. And empty, just like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get my so, game and watch. But, um, but uh, I am happy to announce that uh, it did arrive, oh. and I finally have my game and watch Legend of Zelda. Look at that! It's and about it time. Yes, yes, it's about. Oh my God! Time. What is that? Holy cow! He got two of there. Are, are you two seeing double game? What? Are you seeing double? How did that got... happen? I got Are you two. kidding me? I got two. Um, well, no, I think I wound up getting. Uh, I picked up another one. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> you couldn't wait, and the day you picked it up, shadoozle, you got it in the mail. Well, what's actually funny is the day that I did order the other one, um, the first one arrived at my friend's house because <laughs> I was living with my friend when I first pre-ordered yes. it. So, like, literally, I ordered the other one, and as soon as I got it, he's like, "Oh, a package arrived for you," and I'm like, <laughs> "Don't." Okay. So I now have two Zelda game oh. watches, which is good news because uh -oh. that means I, if I want to, I can open one now. Yes, do because it's my, awesome. Because look, my Mario game and watch is still sitting here. It's just sitting there. Unspoiled. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep. I don't like opening. Here's the thing. I don't like opening things I know I may only play once and then never touch again. And it's a bit of a collectible. So It is very much a collectible. Since it was the only thing that came out for Zelda's 35th anniversary. This is very Thank true. you, Nintendo. Jerks. Listen, Link... Or Mario, Link or Mario, Link. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I would go with Link. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, real quick, um, just yeah. to harken back a little bit on you were mentioning something. Um, you said you were about to play Ratchet and Clank. I finally, I didn't buy one, no, but I finally got my hands to play a PS5 oh. because for Christmas Santa was very, very special to my godson and his little brother, and Santa nice. dropped them off a gorgeous brand new PS5. Very uh, nice. Apparently Santa Good didn't want didn't to tell <clears throat> Uncle Larry that there was a PS5 coming and find a way to get another one, but be that as it may. Um, mm. he created Funny how that happens. <laughs> um, I just want to say, just right off the bat, actually now, finally being able to try a PS5, ho, ho, daddy, it is phenomenal. I, I know. That's why I have one. No, but like at first I was just like, all right, whatever. Better graphics, that's fine. But I never pre-order it, so you know, I can wait. Like I haven't felt the urge to go get one. Mm -hmm. Also because, you know, the, the, the games weren't there yet. Yep. Um, but just now experiencing it, 
Oh yeah. I, I, I as soon as, as soon as it's available, I got to get my hands on it. Um, they have Ratchet and Clank, so I tried that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they had also I tried um, oh that demo, like the, the Matrix. X- no, 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 no. That's on oh. Xbox. No, the PlayStation demo with the little Astro Boy robot. Oh, Astro's Playroom. Yep. Yes, even that was awesome. Well, with the that game shows you how the haptic feedback oh, works in my the controller. God, that is it's re- insane. Ridiculous yep. how that works. Yep. I, it was it was insanity, and I feel like I played one other game, but I can't remember. Oh, um, uh, Nickelodeon's All Star Brawl. Oh, how was that? Fun, very fun. I mean, I don't know how they're not getting sued by Nintendo uh, for Smash Brothers, but it is very fun. Um, characters are a bit limited. Hopefully, they'll release more. I mean, mm-hmm. it does have to be like like how Ultimate was, but um, like I still find it weird. There's only two turtles in the game. That's like, weird. Yeah. Um, you know they're going to release the other two. Hopefully. But nevertheless, very fun game. Very fun to play. Um, so bottom line, top to bottom, the PlayStation looks awesome. The PS5. Um, so I'll definitely get my hands on it soon. And on a side note, real quick, they're already announcing the PSVR 2. Yep. And uh, we posted about that, and it looks insane. Yes. I mean, personally, the best feature for me is the one wire needed to plug it in. <laughs> yep. One wire to plug it in. And most importantly, um, eye tracking. Yes. Capability. Yep. Which is going to. Which has not been done for a VR yet. Be ridiculous. So, so it'll probably yeah, be about $1,000. <laughs> yep. Probably. Um, but good nevertheless. Luck, good luck getting that. Oh, my God. Forget about the about PS5. It. I know. I got to rehook up the old PlayStation VR. Um, so with that though, so yeah, I thought it was very cool. Finally got my hands on the PS5. So I'm very happy with that. And, and, and the the, the unit is, is monstrous. Oh yeah. No, it's a spaceship. (laughs) It's ginormous. Yeah. It's really big. (laughs) Yeah. I'm waiting for the PS5 slim to come out. (laughs) Um, that's basically, I'm thinking when I'll finally get a PS5, when that happens. So no, that's fair. I'm just a fan of getting the, uh, the first run. I meant only because that's when it'll be more available <laughs> yes. when that happens. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, when they figure out they can save probably half the production costs when they can make <laughs> it half the size. Because I'm very close to my Nintendo Switch, I think, blowing up. So I might have to get a new Switch. What did you do to it? The fan on it. All right, so, folks, I don't know if anyone remembers, but when I got the Atari VCS, I put up a video of it when I first booted it up. And it sounded like a small jet engine airplane getting ready to take off in my apartment. Oh, yes, I do remember that. The switch is starting to sound like two jet engine airplanes getting ready to take off in my apartment. What are you doing to your console? I'm playing them, I think. That's the thing. I play mine all the time, and it does not sound like that. (laughs) I mean, mine's like... Like, that's... Like, it's loud. Like, it's almost overbearing the game. What is that, a lemur? Maybe it was supposed to be an a, a fan dispersing heat from an electronic system. I may not have. No, it sounded like the mating call of some West African animal. I got four four beavers and now a donkey just sitting outside of my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's loud. I mean, the, the, I'll get it next time. I'll, I'll play it. But just I don't know what to do because I don't want to like like break into it because then that voids the warranty but at the same time i don't want to send it to nintendo because then i can't play it um well contact nintendo and let them know and see what happens or it might be a good time to get the oled 
Could be. Because apparently you can play the OLED well, for 1,800 hours and there's no burning. Well, that's nice. And you are the type of person who throws away systems whenever you feel like it. No, so. not whenever I feel like it. So please uh, rephrase that statement. So you like to throw away systems whenever you fancy. When they're not, when something's not working, you either fix it or throw it away. I don't have the capability of fixing it. So you throw out systems whenever you're in the mood. Not throwing out. I'd probably either try and sell this one back or donate it or something like that. Or maybe just keep it on a side, mm -hmm. you know, for so a secondary system. So you throw out systems whenever you take a tantrum. I threw, wow, one. One system because the Retro Freak stinks. I'm telling you right now, folks, do not believe the hype of the retros, of the Retro Freak. Mine works perfectly. <laughs> its own adapter would not work in its own Genesis system. I beg to differ. Whatever. Do you even do you have that adapter? Oh, yeah. you do have that adapter. You do. Yes, of course I do. Play some games. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, and everything works beautifully. All right, whatever. I've copied all of my games into the Retro Freak using the adapters. Was it easier to copy the games onto the Retro Freak than it has been with the Polymega? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of the Polymega, ah, you're welcome. Uh, I turned my Polymega on today. Did you? Did you forget you had it? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, no, I've been busy, I and know. I, you know, I haven't had a chance to turn it back on, so I turned it back on. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was actually talking to a friend of mine who also got the Polymega, and he got the oh. whole, he got the whole kit and caboodle. He pre-ordered it mm -hmm. and didn't cancel it like somebody else did. Um, so he got everything. And uh, we were talking about. We were talking about it, and I explained to him how, yeah, I said, like, I have a lot of games that will not copy all the way. He's like, yeah, he's like, it's, it's, it's that, that list is growing for you. Well, it's still the same because I try, I've literally copied my entire collection. Okay. Over and whatever didn't copy, didn't copy. And, you know, he was, we were, we were talking through like issue, like anything. Cause he was like, yeah, he's like, I didn't have any problems with any of my games. And I'm like, okay. I go, maybe it's just that the games are scratched. I go, it could just be that it's not on, you know, it's not their end. It could be my end with the scratch games. So he told me, um, he's like, yeah, he's like, I was like, but what about when you play them off the hard drive and they freeze? And he told me, he was explaining to me how it happened to him once. He got, he got all the way to the end of a game cool. and it froze. I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I said, that's going to be a bigger problem for me than anything else. I go, <laughs> I get it. If a disc is scratched and it won't copy mm -hmm. fine. I was like, but if I'm in the middle of playing a game that's on the hard drive and then it just decides to freeze up on me, no, that does not work for me. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious to see, because Polymega is not really announcing or saying, hey, there are issues with the system, we're going to fix it. So I'm curious to see how prevalent that is for people gaming on it. I do know that when I turned it on today, um, it had four updates, four firmware Ooh. updates. So I downloaded those. Wow. Okay. And then while I was talking to my friend, I told him, I said, yeah, I said, and you, I don't know if you remember this when I first got it. I said, I asked him, I said, do you, are you having, are, are you playing with the controller wirelessly oh, yeah, because yeah. I can't make it work? And he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, no problem. He's like, I just plug in the dongle and it's fine. And I'm like, there's a dongle. He's like, yeah, there's a USB dongle. He's like, look in your box. So I went back into the box. And there it is. Wait a minute. So, you mean it's not native? It just doesn't connect to it? No. It directly? Needs a, no, it needs a dongle. Oh, look like at that. that. 
I didn't that I did not know. The, yeah, you need a dongle that you need to plug into. Interesting. The USB. So it was it was in the box, but again, it's so small in the box that it just I completely well, missed it. Not only that, I mean that's like a typical uh Bluetooth connect, like you get like with a wireless mouse sometimes. But Correct. I would have thought the first party polymega controller would have just directly connected to the polymega. Mm -hmm. I would not have assumed that at all that it would have needed. That's interesting. Well, no, neither, neither did I, which yeah. is why like, you know, I was like, wait, why isn't it working? So I plugged the dongle in and now it works perfectly fine. So it never, great. it never worked wireless. No, I couldn't get it to work wirelessly See, because I didn't have the dongle. I, I also thought you had it working at first wireless. Then it just I stopped did not. working. Okay. never mind. No. Then I just misunderstood. All right. Stop paying no, attention to you. But my friend also said, and you would probably be happy with this, that the um, the retro bit Genesis six button controller works perfectly on it. It is. That one. Right there. Mm -hmm. Nice red one. You can get right on so it. So the, the wireless one works with the, uh, the Polymega. Yeah, these retro bit controllers are phenomenal, mm -hmm. whether wired or wireless. Yep. They're great. I'm just wondering if you should go with the Bluetooth or the 2.4 hurts i feel like you'll be fine with a bluetooth because it's a newer system well i'm not getting a genesis controller for it anytime soon because remember i did not buy the genesis dock no but you have sega cd games but i do have sega cd games yes but that'll <laughs> work perfectly fine with Ding. that'll work perfectly fine with it will all the games will work fine it. with that one yeah yep. um yeah right. and that's that you know so i have some renewed faith in the um the polymega now the other th the other thing also my friend told me is that for the games that I can't get to copy over, mm -hmm. like I can still, like if I put those games in my PlayStation, they still work. So it's weird. Like even though mm -hmm. there's like some damage on them, I can still get them to work mm -hmm. to a degree. Yeah. Um, but because I own the game, he said, he's like, he's like, just, you can get, download a copy of the game that you own. Oh, I see what you're talking about. And then copy it into the system. Because, yeah, yeah because I already own it. But I thought, be careful with that, because I don't know if the Polymega takes direct ROMs. That's how they circumvent. It oh, it does. Okay. All right. Never mind. Uh, it, well, it takes, um, I don't know how it works, um, but like, I think you can do an ISO. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Like if you burn it, if basically if you burn an I, if you burn oh, okay. a PlayStation game to you. a disc, you can copy it. It, can, it won't take a ROM. It won't take you. a straight up ROM like you put it in with a USB. Okay. But if you if you have the game on a disc, so in other words, Clock Tower mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. one of the games that I can't copy over mm -hmm. for my copy. Okay. So if I burned a copy of Clock Tower onto a disc, I could put it in the system and copy it over. That's kind of like I think that's kind of like the analog where like the analog doesn't take a direct ROM for that very purpose. So you can't just ROM dump right. onto something. But like if you throw them onto an Evercade, uh, it should work fine, <laughs> especially for those some of those homebrews, which I don't have to worry about now because some of them are on the right. Evercade. Um, exactly. So, so like I'm just happy that there's time. a way for me to get yeah that I'm happy there's a way for me to get the rest of my okay. collection onto that's good the system. Now my only real issue is the whole freezing while you're playing it. Well, well, may, hopefully the firmware is updated that. But yeah, I mean, and it could very well be that the games I copied over again. It could be like when I, I was playing Amazing Spider when I was playing Spider Man versus Kingpin, maybe when it copied over maybe there was an issue with the disc when i was copying it over Possible. and that's why it freezes when i play so Possible. it's like but again it's gonna be one of those things where it's like you don't know until it happens yeah so. but look i'm happy you got the controller thing working again Me too. and i'm even happier that with one of the downloads you can now play every one of your games as if it was a virtual boy game i mean who everyone asks for that 
What little boy yeah, doesn't want totally. to grow up to play Everybody, like yeah. That? Yeah. Who doesn't want to play uh in a virtual ball? Oh boy, me. Um, and everybody else in the world because that thing was a piece of trash. Um, you should know you own a piece of you own I own pieces, pieces of, it. of it, yes. You own lots of pieces of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so because and and the other thing, the other reason why I like turning on my polymega was like really cool today is because it reminded me. I have Shining Force 3 to play. Yes. Oh, yes. And I need to start that. I need to start that. Actually, I, I start. No, I. What the hell did I start? I did start Shining Force 3 on the Dreamcast, on the Saturn, excuse me. Um, nice. I just haven't played it since I switched the wiring over for the television okay. from HDMI back to the AV cable. I gotta mm-hmm. try that again. Hmm. Maybe I'll do All right. that. All right, you cool. You gotta give that a shot. Very, very cool. Um, nice. Real quick, we're going to go into news here in a little bit, but one thing I want to mention, I heard this on the radio, and I thought it was really cool, so it's very local, so probably won't be in your neck of the woods, but out here, and, and I don't remember, not? <laughs> because I heard it on 94.3 The Shark here on uh, Long Island. Okay, well then, definitely not. Happy 10th anniversary, The Shark. Um, and I don't remember the name of the company that's doing the contest, but there's a contest going on uh, where you can win like this all-out package for the big game because no one's allowed to say super bowl um and the the package the the whole thing it's like they drive up in a trailer to your house they set up four televisions Mm. to watch the super bowl but i think what happens is three of the televisions are set aside for the playstation 4 and xbox and and they specifically said this and nes Okay. I found that I started laughing so hard because I'm waiting for him to say switch. You know what I mean? But, but no. So you get like this gorgeous four high def televisions and hey, let's play PS4, let's play Xbox and the Nintendo Entertainment System. All right, I think it's working now. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love that idea. But I just found it funny that what I'll can I'll call that mainstream because it's a radio mm-hmm. station, you know what I mean? And and like the people running the contest are aware that this whole going back to classic gaming is part of it and that's part of their contest. Yep. So I thought that was and really that's cool. all and there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. I oh, mean no, every I, year we yeah. do our we do our Tecmo Super Bowl. Yep. And yeah. um or Tecmo Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was really cool to hear that part of it that you can win a day and you can play NES games. They didn't say which games, but um nevertheless, I thought, it was, well, I thought that was be really Tecmo cool Bowl. to listen. <laughs> so uh and then on top of that, uh let's get into some news for a little bit. Kind of uh, sure. think some uh you got anything there on your end? uh not a not a retro news um okay thing but um just a uh just a big acquisition okay that came out this week so yeah we don't really talk about this that much but uh take two interactive which is the company that owns rockstar and 2k two very big um they do own rockstar i thought so okay they own rockstar yeah okay um so they they just recently announced uh, actually they recently announced as of yesterday um, that they've entered into an agreement to buy mobile game developer Zynga. That's big. In a massive deal that could be the highest valued video game acquisition of all time. Really? They, yeah. The the move is twelve point seven billion dollars. Wow. For, for a mobile gaming platform? I yeah. mean, uh, a company? 
Yeah. Um, and what they've what and the way that they did it was they didn't instead of doing an outright buyout, okay. they basically purchased Zynga's shares because Zynga is a publicly traded company. Okay. So they they purchased Zynga's shares using a combination of cash and their own stock. <laughs> and that's how money. Right. So and that is how they now. Own. That is interesting. Now, Zynga they own six. They currently they now own 64 percent. No, wait. no, I'm sorry. That's something different. But they All basically right. they outright own Zynga. That is awesome. And remember, yeah. Zynga is responsible for a lot of great mobile games. Farmville, mm-hmm. first of all. Oh, um, I remember Farmville. For, mm-hmm. And I know we don't talk a lot about mobile games, but there are a lot of interesting mobile games available. And I'm talking even, we can even go a little retro on mobile games. Um, we but could. With, with Zynga, Farmville, Words with Friends. I loved Words with Friends. I used right? to play it all the time. Um, tons of different slot machine games. I wonder, based... if my farm, I wonder if my farm is still going on. I am sure on the crops that. have been dusted. <laughs> I'm checking Facebook for fun. And that's the thing. Some of the games were available on Facebook, some yeah. available on the mobile platform. Uh, very few of them available on both. No. Um, but what they also did was they got a lot of, um, they were able to get a lot of uh, like movie rights and stuff and turn them into slot machine games. Yes. Such as The Princess Bride, The Wizard of mm-hmm. Oz, Willy Wonka, um, just yep. to name, well, probably all of them. Um, and then like <laughs> just all of them. Yeah. And then just all of their, you know, whatever with friends games, gems with friends, hanging with friends, something mm-hmm. like that. So Zynga big time, and that is a lot of money. So interesting to see what will happen. Yes, definitely. Um, By the way, my new favorite slot machine, when I went to Vegas in November, they had a little shop of horrors slot machine. <laughs> and it was great. Badu. Um, is it the is it that one or is it like the early sixties version? No, the the eighties. <laughs> okay, good. Nope. Because when, when you're sitting there and all of a sudden Alan Green belts out suddenly Seymour because you've hit <laughs> a bonus round, it's all good. Can it be it's as good? good? Is it as good as the Caddyshack penny slot when nine times in seven minutes? It's all right. <laughs> you, see, you see the gopher dancing on screen and then you go back 12 I, I hours have, later and you lose all your money? I have I have seen the uh, Caddyshack one, yes. Uh, oh, and it was pointed out to us, uh, the late, great Betty White was featured in a slot machine game. She was featured in a slot machine yes. game, yes. So uh, she was in a game. Um, so nevertheless, yeah, Zynga, big time. Uh, only a matter of time, I guess, till yeah. we see Farmville get raided by GTA or something like that. Yeah, basically. Right, can you imagine Farmville? Yeah, like you're 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 uh, you're driving in GTA Five and you just come across a whole bunch of farmland. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, I got something here. Uh, in the category of just someone was very bored and they decided to change something into something else, a uh, certain somebody, can't find their name, changed a Tiger electronic, you know, the Tiger games, the, yeah. L- the LCD games, into yeah. a Game Boy Advance. That's awesome. Yes, and it looks crazy. Um, sure the guy was able to actually print up like a custom border for it um and it boots up like a game boy or 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 a game boy advance but the button layouts are still a tiger electronics game button layout which has got to be very (laughs) weird to play (laughs) i'm sure it is but but you know i mean that's well it can't be that bad no 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 i'm sure actually the the title of the video is i made a tiger handheld that doesn't suck (laughs) 
quote underneath because it's not a tiger. <laughs> well, it's true. Can you remember a tiger handheld game that you actually did enjoy? Um, I remember there was a Sonic one. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what it looked like? No. Well, yeah, just Sonic, like basically jumping and crawling, jumping and, and walking. Yes. You know, that was about it. <laughs> uh, the creator, actually, I do have the creator's name. Chris Downing is the creator okay. of this uh, this modded hardware, this freak of nature. Um, yeah, I just and, think we've gone from Tiger Electronic Games to these. Yes. Do you remember the handheld? Uh, the the Not the handheld. It was oral handheld. The Tiger, um, what was it called? You wore it on your eye almost, and it reflected onto a piece of like plastic right in front of your eye. And it took custom games. No, I don't remember. R Zone. I think it was called the R Zone. And all I can remember. Uh, you are correct. Tiger R Zone Super Screen. Yes. You wore it. It was like a it was a futuristic thing. You wore right in front of your eye. Um, that's how it played, but it still looked like L C D games. Which was weird. Yep. And all I can remember when I think of Tiger, all I can think of is the angry video game nerd when he's talking, he's on the whole video about Tiger, and he's like, you know. 128 bits and he goes backwards 64 bits and he gets madder 16 bits 8 bits 2 bits and he starts screaming that he holds up and at the end he goes the wrist games <laughs> because of the wristwatch games that tiger oh put my out. god i forgot about this <laughs> it's just the way he just ended it the wrist games it's just hysterical every time i watch it but uh, nevertheless, this, yes, this tiger does not suck. Did you so, know that the R-Zone had Mortal Kombat trilogy on it? It did. It sure did. It didn't look like it, but it did. Wow. <laughs> no. That's something I'd love to get my hands on, the R-Zone. Uh, what I love it on Wikipedia is what was the predecessor to the R-Zone? The Quiz Whiz. <laughs> Do you remember the quiz? I do whiz. remember the quiz whiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so uh, bad. Yeah, but quiz whiz, boy. <laughs> that's so bad. That's so bad. Uh, all right. You got anything else there on your end? Or we're gonna uh, I just have one up. retro okay. birthday. Do we want to oh, close with go that? Go for it. Yeah, news? let's do it. Let's do it. Do you have any more news? Uh, nothing of spectacular. Capcom right. celebrating Street Fighter's 35th anniversary uh, with that's a possibly deal. a game coming out in the future. So, Ooh. so we'll all see. Right. Well, then we get a new Street Fighter game this Hopefully. year. Hopefully, works yep. for me. Yep. Um, all right. Yeah. No, we have one retro birthday, um, and it's a. I guess it's a big one. I mean, it's a. It's one of those games that's a bit polarizing, um, but hmm. it was released January fourteenth, nineteen eighty seven, on the Famicom Disk System. I need to get my hands on a disk system. Okay. In Japan, I love my Famicom disk system. Yeah. I have Castlevania on it. It allows you to save <laughs> while you're going through that game. Weird. Because that game is impossible. No, that mm. game's hard to beat in one it shot. Is. It sure is. Anyway, Famicom Disk System, 35th anniversary for the somewhat polarizing Zelda 2 Adventure Oof. of Link. Ah, 35 it, years for Zelda 2. 35 years old. And only in, well, 35 years old in Japan, yeah. we didn't get it until almost two years later. It came really? out here December of 1988. That's interesting. Yeah, because it was on the disc system only. It was That's not true. on an NES cartridge. That's true. And we I never mean, got a disc. We never got the disc system. Just to think it took how long for a terrible game like Zelda 2 to finally get usurped by the terrible Breath of the Wild. So, you know, yeah, that was, you that know was a hell of a you're, run. You're, you're all alone in that. And I'm telling you something. I, I, if I ever meet Shigeru Miyamoto, 
I am going to tell him that you said that. <laughs> and then you, you want to talk about your Nintendo Switch blowing up? <laughs> he will respect me for talking the truth. Yes, and then your apartment will explode. <laughs> um, personally, I was never a fan of Zelda 2, but yes, it was definitely there. Um, you know, it was definitely different than the first Zelda. Oh, no um, question. And it's on the uh, the Game & Watch. Yes, it, it, both, it is. Yes, it is. Both Eastern and Western versions. Yes, I see that. And then uh, it also has a lovely uh, timer and playtime clock and all that stuff, yes. too. Um, but uh, yeah, Zelda 2 was the one I'd probably say um, probably my least favorite Zelda okay. in the series. I just was not, again, to your point, the side-scrolling aspect of it was just not, it just didn't feel like so, Zelda to me. So basically how you feel about Blaster Master is the complete opposite of how you feel about the Zelda series. Well, you know what's funny though, going like I wonder now if I go back to Zelda 2 after playing like a bunch of Metroidvania games, if it might actually work better for me now. Only one way to find out. It's, it's entirely possible that like I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, okay, I can deal with this. But can you deal with it on a very tiny screen? No, I won't play it on the game and watch. <laughs> Why would I play it on the game and watch? Because you have it. <laughs> Why not? But, right, but I have this on my <laughs> NES Classic. And I can put that on my TV. You can, yes. So, what if you find yourself in the middle of the woods somewhere and all you have is the Zelda game and watch and you find yourself bored and you want to play Zelda 2? Do I, do I have batteries? It's fully charged. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll play Zelda 1. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zelda 1 and, I, and I'll play... I've never played Link's Awakening. This the is true. The original so. Link's Awakening, yes, which... Again, yeah. fantastic. I played the I played the Switch version, which was fantastic. Which was also so. fantastic. Yeah. Alrighty. So, so I have choices if if I'm stranded in the woods. I think I would rather play Zelda one over and over again until it dies. Until <laughs> it or you. <laughs> All righty. Oh, oh, I have to eat it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Link. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope it's I'm only so, eating the Zelda 2 portion so, of the of the game and watch. So crunchy. Um, oh, hopefully God. I'm only eating the watch part of the game and watch. Thank you. All right. I want to watch Raw. Um, where oh, can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube. You can check us out on our new home on Anchor FM. And you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. Yes. And with that, um, it's, you might not be available next week. Uh, I might not be available. I am traveling next week, but uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll I'll surprise you. We'll see what's up. Well, the reason why I'm saying that is because we got to come up with the first game for our competition. Yes, well, we you do have to come because, up with the first game. Yes, I do have to come up with the first game. And I promise you, it will be a good one. All right. No problem, because I got the game I'm ready for February. So, Oh, do you now? Yes, I do. And we will find out then when we find out then. Folks. We will catch you. Oh, have fun, first of all, on your trip. And uh, uh, Thank you very much. And uh, if I am not here next week, uh, I hope you find a substitute worthy of staying in my place. No one's worthy. That's very true. Just look at the, just look at the results from our contest. Wow. And folks, we will catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. <laughs>